He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. share uh, real quick our thoughts and prayers um, with with everyone, the loved ones of Diamond, of Diamond and Silk, obviously a very vivacious, very smart, uh, just outstanding woman who, who passed away suddenly yesterday. She'll be missed. Um, so so definitely with with her family and her friends and, and everyone that she made an impact on, which is which is a very large number, by the way. So um, <clears throat> but we've got a lot to get into today. We just do. There's there's tons. Biden could be, probably not, could, it could be in hot water. Why? Well, because, as you've probably heard by now, classified documents were found in his private UPenn office during his time as vice president. What? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, vice presidents don't have declassified authority. We'll get to that later. We'll talk about it. Democrats want to ban, are you ready for this? Gas stoves. Brilliant. We'll talk about it. The military is going further and further in the wrong direction. They're renaming bases. They're renaming ships. It's all supposed to happen here really soon. Uh, we're going to circle back to the Bidens. I hate saying circle back. I just did. To the Bidens and some rather interesting findings that also were discovered when people were going through his files at his private office uh, at, at the Biden Center there. So, And it has to do with money and it has to do with China. Shocker. So we'll get into that. Plus, in booze and banter today, we'll talk about the House passing some new legislation that is going to repeal, or at least they would like to. The goal, the effort, is to repeal the new funding for the IRS to eliminate the 87,000 new IRS agents that, of course, are not needed. That would terrorize everyday Americans. But they went through businesses. the training. They, t they went through they the did. training. Those clips are amazing. They're, they're, those clips are right up there with the clips, you know, some of the bad campaign commercials we've shown over the years. That's awesome. Just seeing these just everyday, you know, schmucks who should not be carrying a gun or a badge going through. Uh, what, one of my favorite photos was the one where, like, you see people, like, they're intently, like, listening to the instructor. And there's one woman in the back, and she's, like, she's scared and oh, training. Oh, man, what did, I get, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Um, yeah, so we'll talk about that. We're going to talk some more about this Houston shooting that we discussed in Booze and Banter yesterday. A couple other topics. So get on over there to Locals. It will be on Locals this week. The question is, of course, now where is booze and banter going? That's the big question. Everyone's been asking it. I've been hearing it for you – no, know, I'm just kidding. There's, there's really hadn't been a ton of questions about it. I think we were pretty clear yesterday. But we've partnered with Red Voice Media. We do a ton of work with them. Uh, we're great friends with them. We're damn near family with them. Maybe incestual. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, but we've partnered with them. 
And we're going to have Booze and Banter moving over to Red Voice Media. We'll let you all know about that. We've got a code that we're going to be sending to you annual Locals members to get you kind of quote-unquote grandfathered in. We'll explain all that. It's coming. For the rest of you, there'll be more information coming. But for now, for this week, it will be on Locals. So get on over there afterwards. We'll share the link throughout the show. We'll have some fun over there uh, today. <clears throat> okay, let's get into it. So these Biden classified docs, 10 documents in, in particular, were taken from the White House by Biden when he was vice president, okay? Let's go back in time. America was a little bit more normal. It's As you peel back the onion, you realize it was never that normal. But he was vice president at the time. And it was at his, his office which was located at a D.C. think tank. And let that ruminate for a second. Biden had an office at a think tank. So with the discovery of all of this, you've got Merrick Garland, who of course is playing for the same team as Joe, who has assigned a Chicago attorney to review said classified documents. They were identified by some personal attorneys who, for the president, so Biden's people actually found them, on November 2nd, just days before, if you remember November 2nd, that was just days before the midterm election. And we're just now hearing about it now in January. No cover up there. Nothing nothing odd not. about that. No, that that oh, seems normal. Of course not. My, I guess my question is, because I never, not that I thought his office was in a think tank, but where would the VP's office is? Well, normally it's at the Naval Observatory. I mean, yeah, he has his, yeah, he had yeah. his, or that was his residency. His other one is in, is in the, I can't think of the damn name of the building, but right there by the White House in yeah. an adjacent building. He had that still, but he also had Heads his private office at, at UPenn at the Biden Center. So, so these documents are discovered. <clears throat> okay. Really? And they found them while they were packing files that were locked up in these closets, um, at Biden's private office to prepare, to prepare basically to vacate. They were vacating the office, going through things, seeing what's happening. And according to some reports, even CNN, in fact, has said that the classified documents contain information on highly sensitive subjects, including his ties to Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. So think about this for a second. CNN coming out with that. Right? That's crazy. Do they not like him now? No, I think I think they probably do. Okay. Right. I mean, no, no, that's not that, that's not true. No one likes him, but they but they certainly will cover for him to an extent. But you've got sleepy old Joe, sloppy old Joe, you could say, who accused Trump of being sloppy with the documents at at Mar-a-Lago. He came out and did that, and it, it, it's it, you shouldn't have needed this to to know this, but he has no room to talk. During a six, it was a 60 Minutes interview where he said that. He said, quote, how could anyone be that irresponsible after the FBI found classified documents at Trump's private Mar-a-Lago estate? By the way, there's been no raid of any of the Biden's homes. But <clears throat> what's that phrase about glass houses? Uh, don't throw rocks in glass houses? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because it's, <laughs> it's, it seems like it seems like every time the Democrats go to throw stones, you look back and, it, and it's like, Oh, actually, no, bro, it's you. You're surrounded by glass everywhere. And that's always the case. He's an awful person. You shouldn't do this. You should. I mean, it doesn't matter what the situation is. It just always plays out this way. And, and in this case, it did for Joe Biden, uh, who had far more sensitive documents there. But <clears throat> Biden's attorney said the documents were not requested or inquired by the archives. I don't think I'll hold my breath for the pearl-clutching archivist. 
who screamed and cried that Trump had kept a handwritten note on a cocktail napkin and a couple other personal items. I, don't, I just, I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll see where it all goes. But former President Trump responded on Truth, on Truth Social, his platform, saying, quote, when is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden, perhaps even the White House? These documents were definitely not declassified. Sorry, I got to interrupt you. Jay Wink. <laughs> came, the saying is don't do porn in a glass house. That's oh, the that is the saying. <laughs> do we? I mean, that's not overly family friendly, but do we make a shirt for that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in the wisdom apparel section. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> that, thank you. That just that that, that was good. Comment of the day, right there. That was fantastic. That was good, Jay Wink. I love it. <laughs> good to see you again. Happy New Year, by the way. But I love how in Trump's comment, I love how he throws in the many homes of Joe Biden part of it, just to reinforce that this whole persona of lunch bucket Joe is another lie. It's just all BS. Joe is a multi, multi-millionaire. Well, he wiped, he wiped the uh, grease off the windshields when he was a kid, remember? Like, yes, I mean, like... as the kids petted his leg hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah. none of that's true. None of that's true. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Joe has absolutely, and it's not just him, to be fair, but Joe Biden and his, his wife, his kids, all of that, they have nothing in common with the working class of America. They just don't. And once again, we see and we will see with this the double standard in Washington. Trump was an outsider. He wasn't part of the machine. And the machine tried to destroy his presidency. Now they're trying to destroy his personal life as well as his family and, and all of the people who served under him in his administration. These, uh, we talked about it a lot yesterday. Permanent Washington, as we're calling them, and the deep state. These guys are spooky. They're crazy, devious groups that need to be dismantled. And if they're not dismantled, by the way, nothing's going to change. We're going to keep going on with these corrupt career politicians we talked about yesterday. Hey, this was never supposed to be a career. It's a duty. Go do some terms. Go, go do something else. But they're going to keep going, making the rest of our lives hell. Reminder on all of this, too. Some of you guys have said it <clears throat> as well. And I'm sure they'll dismiss it or come up with some story because, again, he's on the other team. There's, there's, there's two standards. There's two sets of justice, two sets of rules here in this country. And we happen to be on the wrong side of things. Joe's on the right side. But Joe, as the vice president, did not, again, did not have the ability to declassify documents. So how, how'd that, how did that happen? And then why was he given those documents after they were declassified? You know what I mean? Like, he can have those documents. He had the... the he had the, the clearance to have said yeah. documents in a cleared facility, but not he couldn't take them home else. and he couldn't declassify them to take them somewhere that's, else or to hold on. And, to and that's one thing kind of not on the VP part, but on the president's side. I, that's one thing I would like to know is what's the uh, like, all right, you're no longer the president. <laughs> There's some things we got to talk about, you know, like what's because obviously they have knowledge. It's not like they're just like, well, I forgot it all. It's there. <laughs> it's in, in, you know, how many are still alive now? I mean, well, there's time. I mean, it's no different. I mean, it is different because they have access like, yeah. to everything. But the people who have, you know, most of your um, agreements and whatnot that you sign, like I think the the one when you swear your oath and you have your, your clearance at, at like an eight, like a major three letter agency level, it's you know uh, up to seventy five years or whatever. Okay, like, but so if you outlive that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's get, somebody get Uncle Hank a drink. Let's get him going. 
<laughs> well, it's legal now, so yeah. he's fine. Ah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Okay, that's a different conversation. Yeah, is, um, no. Trump, by the way, did have declassified yes. authority because he was the president. Um, but let's transition here. Let's let's transition to something else. I kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the show. Said that we're going to get into this. I just think this is absolutely remarkably stupid. It's par for the course these days. But uh, Disco, do you like to cook at home with gas? Well, yeah. I, I you know the house we live in is very old, but it does have gas, gas stove, gas heaters. That and okay. yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, every meal, breakfast, lunch. And Do you dinner. like like going to restaurants or to food trucks to eat? Yeah, of course. I mean, we just went to a restaurant today. We did. It was delightful. No, um, so I mean, is it? It's all gas. Yeah, not not just like the pro. Like it's all. It's they want to get rid of all. <laughs> let me let me go through the story and okay. I'll tell you as I, I tell the rest of America. <laughs> like like I was telling somebody the day they said, oh, you must know all the stories. I go, actually, no, I don't. I don't read it. I prep the show because I want to know what's going on. I want to have an honest reaction to it reaction. and not like a canned one. So yeah. the questions I do ask is because I really don't know what stories he has. I, I see the, the assets and the videos, but that's it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a surprise for everyone. It's a surprise <laughs> for everyone. So uh, <clears throat> uh, Democrats, as we know, we talk about a lot. They don't want you to enjoy life, which you're like, what the hell are you talking about? I thought we were talking about gas stoves. It, <laughs> It works perfectly. It's like the electric vehicle thing. You're still probably like, what the hell are you talking about? I'll explain. They're considering banning natural gas stoves, which would eliminate your gas stove at home, the gas stoves at the restaurants that you eat at, the gas stoves at that favorite food truck or the food truck gathering where a lot of them get together. Those are awesome. You get to go around and sample things. But <clears throat> it would get rid of that. And the people proposing this don't care. They don't care about you. It's because someone else <clears throat> cooks their food. <laughs> They've also probably never eaten at a food truck because it's yeah. too far beneath them. This was made in a four, four-wheeled vehicle. <clears throat> but this administration is considering this. And I say this administration, again, it's not the Biden administration. It's whoever's controlling Biden. We all have our suggestions and theories. But they're considering a nationwide ban on gas stoves, citing harmful pollutants released by the appliances. Kind of like... Like this grill here, like, is this uh, it's Jill Biden? Is Jill Biden? She's using the gas stove right there, right? Yeah, looks like it. And in true communist fashion, it'll be okay for politicians and the elites like Jill Biden to use gas stoves, but there will be no gas stoves for the serfs, the peasants. These people, these Democrats, they hate you. They hate freedom. I can't tell you that enough. Their masks are off too. They're making it clear for everyone. And they're shoving our faces in their disdain. So according to a report, the reason they're what they're going with here is, and of course you can make a report, you can make up numbers for anything you want. What, what do you want the, the result to be? What's your end game? This? Okay, here's how we'll do this. But <clears throat> according to a report that was funded by this anti-human organization known as RMI. All these reports, by the way, are funded by nonprofit organizations that have an end game which enrich a very small group of people. And I guarantee you, that the end game for this organization is the same as Biden's communist regime right now. And this is where I mentioned electric vehicles earlier, and it, it, it's, it plays into stuff like this with the stoves, and it's to take away individual freedom. If the government controls you know, electricity and they take away your gas, they, they, they can control your movement. And I'm not, just go with me for a second on that. We've talked about that a lot. 
The same thing can be true for this. They want you dependent on electricity because they control it. Permanent Washington, the establishment, does not control natural gas. They hate that. You can go to Walmart or any gas station and buy propane tanks to run your grill, power your deep fryers and your food truck. Uh, you can come up with a long list. I kind of want to talk about it because the use of propane brings so many great things out. But whatever you need it for, it's there, right? And so many of us use it. But the communists in this radical left party can't have individuals having that kind of control. So there's about 50 years of health studies, according to them, showing that gas stoves are bad for your health, and the strongest evidence is on children and children's asthma. That quote was by Brady Salas, I think that's how you say the name, don't care, manager in the Carbon-Free Buildings Program, a not-for-profit clean energy group, RMI, and co-author of the study. So who is this RMI? Well, the, the, the chair of the board is Edward... Nicknamed Ted White, who's the managing partner of FAR LLC, the umbrella entity for business leader, philanthropist, and renewable energy advocate Tom Steyer's business. Tom Steyer, of course, the, the dude who, who ran for president. He's a you know, billionaire, lunatic, climate change nut. And he was always wearing that stupid Argyle tie. Anyways, it's his organization that's going after this and trying to, to ban natural gas. But notice what they're using, what they're keying on in their study. They're keying on children. Just right out of the communist playbook. If you want to ban something, always default <clears throat> excuse me, to the health and safety of children. Because who's going to argue? Right? We all love our kids more than anything. And every time there's sort, some sort of existential crisis, the lunatics on the left always invoke the health and safety of our children in the community. And of course, it always turns out to not be the case. It turns out to not be true. But that's always brought up. You had Democrat uh, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, Representative Don Bayer of Virginia, who sent a letter to the EPA in December urging them to take actions against these types of appliances, these, these natural gas stoves and other appliances that use natural gas, saying that there's cumulative, a cumulative burden on minority and low-income households. There's that one. They always go there, play the race card. So basically, in the end, Booker and Beyer want poor people to starve. They're, they're, they're saying it's for their benefit, but they want them to starve. They're taking away their appliances. Here's the communist play here. Here's, what, here's what's going on. These two don't give a damn, Booker and Beyer, about poor people. They're just using them as pawns, as usual. And if there's a way that they can subsidize appliances through the government because they would control it because they control electricity they will create some sort of appliance buyback program where you turn in your gas stove and you get a free electric one sounds good but what's the net net outcome here people people would go for that they would say oh you, i get to turn this in i get a newer newer electric cleaner whatever appliance that sounds interesting yeah but now you're beholden to the government Oh, and there's so much information out there that talks about how the government controls even, like, the food that they want people to eat. That's why you see, like, the commercials for, like, the extreme cheese crust pizza with four cheeses on top because they're like, we need, to, we need to get them to eat cheese. You know, like, you know and, it's, and it's this hard thing because someone, some politician has some deal with some dairy farm, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's really hard to see that. Now, here they are going for the appliance. I hate that they're, like, think of the children. 
you know, <laughs> and it's it's so and and because because right, there's people who are gonna who are in the right mind normally, but they're like, yeah, think of the kids, you know, they're gonna yeah. get they're gonna there's get a, someone said a study said it's bad for them, yeah, but who and what like who like there there needs to be multiple corroborating studies from respected sources. Someone just comes out and the mainstream media pushes it. Yep, it's bad for kids. It's that that's the world we live in now. People will go for it though. And yeah. and, and again, kudos to you, Democrats. You're some sick, sadistic son of bitches, sons of bitches, but you're smart. You play the game better than our side does. Um, so so kudos to you there. But remember, reminder, their their motives aren't altruistic. They're motivated by greed and and power and all of those things. That's that's what these people care about. That's what they care about. All right. <clears throat> we got lots more to get to. But before we go to a break and we get to more, we got to get to question of the day. Yesterday, we talked about New Year's resolutions. Were you doing one? Are you not doing one? If you're doing one, are you sticking to it? I was proud of you, by the way. Which you never answered. I said I wasn't. Oh, okay. I said I, I think I did. Maybe I didn't. But I, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I've, I've given up on those a long time ago. <laughs> um, my New Year's resolution is to not have... A resolution and trying to hold myself to something so that's that you, that's you having a resolution. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. it is then. Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> anywho, today the question is this: It's an over/under. For those of you unfamiliar, you choose. It's it's more than or less than. Basically, the House vote on term limits, which we've been promised, will get fifty yes votes. Over or under? Mm. You can say more. You can say less. Whatever you want. Send in your responses. Coming up, we're going to talk myocarditis uh, and the mRNA vaccine because a Pfizer employee is admitting what we all already thought and frankly knew. We'll show you that video. We'll talk about that. Get into responses on question of the day. All that's coming up on the other side of the break. Stick around. Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. All right, <clears throat> let's get into some responses here. <clears throat> See what we've got. We've got under from Ginger, less than 50 votes. Under from Judy, under from Feathercatcher, over. I started booze and banter early, so I'm hopeful. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right, what else do we got? Lots of other conversation about blog. Way less says Carol. Less. So far, so far, not too optimistic. Other than no. Barb's, who's yeah. who's already, you know, she's feeling it. She's feeling it. I love it. It's it's great. I, I mean, my optimist side of me wants to say over, but I know that it's going to be under. Like it's it, yeah. It, <laughs> Uh, we, we've got to be realistic here. I, I think it's 
I think it's I think it's under two. I, I really do. Maybe maybe it's at like at or around fifty, but I think it's probably under. And again, a, a lot of us are disappointed by that. You should be, because we shouldn't have the current system that we have. This government and the way it's operating now is is nowhere near what our founding fathers had it had in mind. But <clears throat> as I said yesterday. And Ginger's, Ginger's saying, too, well, they will not vote themselves out of a job. They will. They will let us know where they stand on it. Yeah. And then it's our job to vote their asses out and vote someone in who says, hey, I'm running for office. I, I love this country. I believe in the Constitution. I think we should abide by the Constitution, stick to our morals, our values and traditions, and I will vote yes on term limits because that's how our founding fathers would have done it. I'm telling you, that's one of the keys. If you want to win your election, not for Democrats, they won't, they, they, they never would want something like that. But if you want to, to win it on the right, stand up, do the right thing, say the right thing, because there's going to be well over, uh, maybe not over 200. There's, there's going to be damn near 200. We're going to be approaching 200 conservatives in the house who say no to term limits. And it's hmm. going to be really disappointing. No, oh, well, hey, um, let's see, let's let's see what uh, twenty twenty three has for us. <laughs> Can't wait, waiting with bated breath to see what kind of a shit storm this is. All right, everyone, smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful that you're here, spending some time with us. Grateful to be back after a long break over the holidays. Uh, we're here now. We hope you again, like we said yesterday, you had a great Christmas, a, a happy New Year. Everything's going well to start on your side. Uh, make sure you continue to engage in the chats all the different platforms. Make sure you're subscribed, guys. Get on over to Rumble. If you haven't already, get yourself subscribed there. It's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist. Lots of stuff coming up on Red Voice Media. You can go to redvoicemedia.com. You can always watch the show there as well if you'd like. That's where Booze and Banter will be coming up. More on that as we go throughout the week. Okay, so we've all seen the video, the, the very hard-to-watch video of DeMar Hamblin, Buffalo Bill DeMar Hamblin mm. collapsing on the field, right? We've also talked about what it could be, why this, that, and the other. We've seen the backlash towards people who are asking what exactly happened. Is it because of the COVID vaccine? Is it something else? <clears throat> Excuse me, which I think are fair questions. I do think people jumped hard on it that night. I agreed. It's like my first thought was, man, I wonder if he got the vax. He probably did. He probably had to. But it's not the, it's not the time to say it. No, but, <clears throat> definitely not. But, but there's been a lot of dis, you know, discussion, a lot of conversation about this, a lot of backlash. And the fact of the matter is, nobody knows at this point. None of us are, are inside of his body. No one, none of us are his doctors. Depending on who his doctors are, they're not going to tell you the truth anyways. But for people to automatically shut down the debate and say, oh, stop. The vaccine had nothing to do with him having a heart attack on the field. That's, that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. Again, the timing of people suggesting that should be handled the appropriate way, too. But for people to just shut down that conversation is ridiculous. Well, the reason I bring it up is because now Project Veritas, who of course always does outstanding work, has released a video that talks about the potential of the vaccine causing myocarditis. Here it is. Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks. I'm glad you didn't get any um, myocarditis, because yeah. that's a concern, right? Yeah. More so for younger people. Why? 
that's what we're looking into right now. Oh, that, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're doing, we just sent like 3,000 patient samples mm -hmm. to get tested for like elevated troponin levels. Yeah. Um, to see if it's vaccine based or so. What's it look like? I don't know. We're, I mean, we just sent that over this past week, right. and the last batch will be sent over next week. All external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Well, no. I mean, if not, then my opinion, that might pull something from the market. Hmm, interesting. So I wasn't a, 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 a scholar on troponin before. I'll, I'll admit that. I had to look it up. What? <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't learn that at a young age? Troponin. I black out and just give you the definition. No, I, I had to look it up. And here's what it said from MedlinePlus.gov, okay, U.S. government-funded site. Troponin is a type of protein found in the blood. When heart muscles become damaged, troponin is sent into the bloodstream. As heart damage increases, greater amounts of troponin are released in the blood. So, of course, if people are dying of heart attacks due to myocarditis, they're going to have high amounts of troponin found in their bodies. And we now know that myocarditis is a possible, and many would argue certain, not certain, high, highly probable, but it's, it's definitely a possible vaccine side effect, particularly in young people, which is terrifying. DeMar Hamlin being a, a prime example. Again, not suggesting that is exactly what happened to DeMar Hamlin, but we've seen tons of instances like this happen across the country, across the globe, and it's terrifying. So shouldn't doctors, with all of this, first of all, the amount of recklessness with this vaccine and, and the rollout of this vaccine, which conservatives had a hand in too, I'm not blaming it all on, on Joe by any stretch. It actually started, of course, under the last administration. But this whole thing was so, so dangerous, what they've done. And shouldn't doctors be talking to their patients and testing for this to see if their patients are at risk. I mean, the guy said it himself. 3,000 blood samples are now being analyzed to examine the amounts of troponin in the blood. And it was particularly disturbing at the end when Homeboy was talking about it, if it's connected and how, how it could affect the bottom line for Pfizer. What's this going to do our, to our bank accounts? Guys, these people, these ghouls, are so despicable. And the government, who they are partnered with, is even worse. Because they went years, years telling us we had to get the shot or else. It wasn't just an encouragement. It was, it was a straight-up dictatorial move. You're going to lose your job. Companies, if you don't force your people to do it, you're going to lose funding. And we're going to fine you out the ass to the point where you will have to shut down. Well, they forced people to get it. I mean, it was yeah. awful. I, I, it, and, and my family was personally affected by it. And you guys have heard about it before. And it just, it's awful. Yeah. And now and now the companies are like, oh, it's not mandated anymore. Like, <laughs> excuse me? Well, yeah, because we're losing too many workers. We can't, <clears throat> we can't afford this. You know, we, you know, it's like a hospital saying we don't have enough nurses. Well, <laughs> maybe you should have thought about that before. <laughs> just saying. You just know, <laughs> Because even still, like, if you don't get the flu vaccine, my wife won't do it. She doesn't get the flu vaccine. She's got to wear a mask the entire flu season while taking care of patients. 
That's ridiculous. So why Anytime would... I get the flu vaccine, which I haven't in a long, long time, you know what happens? You get the flu. I get the flu. But yeah, and so they, they make her wear a mask so that she doesn't get it or spread it or whatever it is. And, and, and then she has to... So it's like, why do they treat that the same way? Because yeah. if they're saying the masks do the work, then what's going on here? Well, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you were ostracized if you didn't get it and or lost your job. You know, all those things. And we're finding out not only did they did they not even know a whole lot about this vaccine and its efficacy, but that, that it's basically now it causes problems. And it's basically more or less a therapeutic, like a Dayquil or a Zycam at best. I mean, it's it's at worst. That's at best. At worst, it's an experimental drug that's killing people all over the world. Neither scenario is, is as advertised. But as soon as you bring it up and want to discuss it, you're shut down immediately. The conversation is killed. The scolds scream, stop spreading disinformation. The vaccine is 100% fine. Look at me, I'm great. Well, look at you today, you're great. But look at your neighbor, look at your friend. God forbid, look at your children. And the people with the loudest voices were the first ones to get them. Post a picture on their Facebook page or their Twitter page or whatever page, any social media page. A Band-Aid on their arm. I got it. I got the jab. Got the jab. Just to show how pious they were and how much they cared about others. I'm doing it for other people. I'm doing it for you. No, you're not. You're just showing us that you're a scared, little, compliant, worthless sheep who frankly brings no value to society if, if you're not going to think on your own you're not going to actually follow the science, a term that the left loves to use. So it is. And it's enraging. Not only are people seeing this now and are more studies coming out and more people within the, the pharma industry, within the medical community, the science community saying, yeah, okay, there are, there are concerns. There are some huge spikes in this. Stuff that, by the way, we brought up before and you'd get kicked off of platforms or shadow banned on platforms or a combination of both. But now all of that stuff is becoming true, and yet you're still not really allowed to talking about it. You're uh, to talk about it like it's it's. <laughs> oh no, of course, because they don't want the misinformation, right? That they are claiming is out there. You know, like no, you can't say that because that's against our narrative. And so, no, of course, not going to talk about it. Yeah, no, I was uh, no a doctor that that was on the front lines of trying to find figure out the vaccine, all that stuff, and then he came out. Uh, after once he realized what was in it, like, no, don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it. And there's so <laughs> many doctors. And and by the way, kudos to those brave doctors yeah. who, who, despite their community pressuring them to do it, despite their hospitals because of money pressuring them to do it, told patients, I know plenty. And and their docs were like, hey, listen, don't do this. Don't well, do gosh, it. Gosh, I, I can't remember the number, but the amount of money that hospitals were receiving from the government – Per COVID patient, yeah, was of course the hospital. Yeah, but it was too. Well, and they were getting paid if it, if they laid, if their COVID deaths were up. Yeah, which is why he had so many people. What did he die of? Well, he was he had been shot ten times, <laughs> but he but, but he tested positive for COVID. So we're calling it a COVID <laughs> death. Like I mean, it's just mad. Like again, COVID was real. I had it multiple times. I don't know that I'll ever like a lot of you will ever be the same again from it. From I the, still can't smell. The same. The synthetic. That's yeah, good because it smells. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, the, the, I mean, it. I, I was reading something the other day, and I wasn't even looking for this. I was. I was cruising through something, and this person who was talking about COVID and her experience was like, you could just tell 
that it was synthetic. It was like something different that's that's been in your body than never before. And I, I remember the first time I got it, and of course there's some hysteria going on with, with, with all of it in the world, and it was 2020. It's the, but it does, when, you, when, when some of the things that happened with it, <clears throat> it, it, it did things to my body, and I know it's done it to a lot of other bodies. It's like, this is, this is not just some regular old virus. Now, it, it's a coronavirus, but it's a coronavirus on steroids. I just thought it was crazy that they, you know, I know they could do this with other sicknesses as well, but it was like, well, on day one, you're going to get a fever. And then on day two, you're going to start getting, you know, they, yeah. you know, it was literally like to the to the clock. You were like, man, I don't, I don't feel good. This isn't working. It must be COVID. I remember when the body aches hit me, I was in the shower, like crying. That's how bad my body, and I'm like, I've never had my bot my bones burn before. Like what's going on? Burning bones. That's like a band name. <laughs> Next up, Burning Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Releasing their new single. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, anyways, all this to say, there's more and more stuff coming out there now. You're seeing all these tragic things happen. And again, not every single one of them, you know, there's the died suddenly thing out there. Not every single one of them fits neatly in the box that some people want them to fit into. But enough of them do. Yeah. Enough of them do. This is this is scary stuff. I pray for for people I know all the time that have gotten it that that they don't fall into this category, because the more and more we learn about this, the more and more we learn like I, I I'm so thankful. It's not a boastful thing. I'm so thankful I didn't get it. So thankful my crew didn't get it. It's it's just it's a it's a crazy thing, um, <clears throat> and it's it's crazy that you still can't talk about it. Okay. Coming up, we're going to talk about the U.S. military, which is so frustrating to talk about right now. They're charging ahead. They've been talking about this, teasing it, but they're charging ahead with changing the names of bases and ships, all in the name of wokeness. Ugh. We'll talk about it. I'll tell you which ones are on the chopping block. That's all coming up. Stick around. Big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. All right. <laughs> the purge of America's history continues with our military. Frustrating to talk about. <clears throat> but last week, the Department of Defense, led by the ever so odious Lloyd Austin, announced that the Pentagon was working on renaming military bases tied to the Confederate States of America. And they want to do all of this by 2024. If you just woke up, it's 2023 now, so we're, we're, they're racing against the clock to get this done. They also want it done before the next election in case we can get in and shut it down. Not sure that we can ever win an election again in this country, sadly. 
But <clears throat> officials announced plans to rename nine army bases, several Navy ships, and more than 1,000 items on American military installations across the country. So what are those army bases? I'll tell you. I should have made a graphic for you, but we didn't. <laughs> but I'll tell you what they are. Uh, we're going to hit Georgia right off the bat here. Right off the bat. Fort Benning, Fort Gordon, getting changed. Because they're associated with names. Confederates, the Confederate States of America. <laughs> Fort Bragg, one of the most, those first three. I mean, well, all these really are. I mean, I'll just read them. Fort Benning, Fort Gordon, Fort Bragg, Fort Hood, Fort Rucker, Fort Polk, <laughs> Fort AP Hill, Fort Pickett, and Fort Lee. Those nine bases all have to go. They're not going, <laughs> but the, the name. The, the name's got to change. It's got to change. It's What are they going to change it to? Probably like a Disney princess name. Actually, those are probably racist too. Like you can't do like Pocahontas or Moana or something like that. Like, what? Why would that be racist? Those are all princesses of color. So I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just think like what's what? I wonder if like Fort Alpha. You know, like they're just gonna like we'll just make it real generic. We'll be fine. It'll be okay. These are named after people who did stuff in our history. Yeah, absolutely. They are uh, the Navy ships. That are going to be renamed are the USS Chancellorville, because the Confederate Army won a battle there. Oh my God! <laughs> if you if you drive far enough south in Florida, like uh, gosh, well you run into the ocean. You do no, yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking like somewhere like around Lakeland area, you'll find a <laughs> you'll be on the highway and all of a sudden you'll see the biggest flag you've ever seen, like massive. And it's the Confederate flag. I know what you're talking about, yeah. and I love it. <laughs> and I, it's Matt. It's so, I, I was literally like, I, I don't think there's any other flag that's that big. It's probably as big as the flag that's on the side of the EAV building, um, in at NASA. You know, like that thing is huge. Right. I just, uh, <laughs> it's like I it's love epic. it. I love it. Be proud. Do it. You know, like come on. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so those are there. The USS Chancellorville again because the arm, uh, Confederate Army won a battle there. The USNS Maury. That was named after Matthew Fontaine Maury, who left um, left the Union Navy to sail for the Confederacy, and then they've got a thousand items that that I referenced earlier that are connected to the Confederate States of America, such as a portrait of Robert E. Lee at West Point, even though Lee himself was a graduate of West Point. <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> it's got to go. <laughs> Other references to the Confederacy, including street and building names on bases around the U.S., all sorts of stuff like that. Got to go. <clears throat> so this is this wokeness that we're seeing. You know, we, we, I'll never forget General Milley talking about wanting to understand white rage, everything that Lloyd Austin has said. We're, we're going in a treacherous, treacherous direction. We all knew that. We know it. All that's, that's, that's clear. But <clears throat> this is just... Fort Sweetheart, Fort Love Bug. Those are some good <laughs> suggestions, Gary. I like that. But this is just, I mean, it's its absurd. These are not offensive names. Like, if it was, I could think of a couple that would be maybe bad. I'm not going to say them on air. But, but these are not offensive. These are historical figures who are a huge part of our country's history, whether they were on the right side or the wrong side. But not only is it stupid, it's expensive. Very expensive. It's expensive. In terms of monetary terms, it's going to cost about $21 million just to rename those nine bases. Again, we're not like getting rid of bases, moving bases, just 
changing the names, the signage, the branding, all of that. $21 yeah, it's million. A, it's on every sign in every stairwell, in every you know, on every building, every wall, every marker. You name it, it's there. It's there. $21 million. <laughs> million. The total cost of this whole thing, when you work the ships in and all the, you know, the thousands of items that have to be changed, is upwards of $62 million. I mean, the ships are easy. They just get a, you get a bucket of paint and... Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> <clears throat> do it freehand like Forrest Gump does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 <laughs> not, not really straight lines. I mean, that's kind of the direction we're going in anyways. Did a child paint that on the side? <laughs> Maybe. But basically, I mean, when Saddam Hussein was overthrown during Iraqi freedom, one of the missteps that the United States made in nation building, which nation building on its own is always a huge mistake. We always fail at it. It's, it's a stupid policy, and it's a policy that we suck at. But you had the Iraqis who went through this debathification process, if you remember that, where they Saddam's out, and they go through and seek out and eliminate everyone, everyone, in the government and the private sector who belong to the Ba'ath Party. Which only, as you can imagine, doesn't that, that's, that's not a unity play there. <laughs> when you're tracking people down and getting rid of them, it, it, it created this further divide in Baghdad and throughout the country of Iraq, and it left a power vacuum. That opened the door for the insurgency to start in Iraq, and it did, newsflash. I certainly had to spend some time there because of it. I had a blast. It was it was good times hunting down ISIS. But but right now here in America, we have a political party that the belie- that believes there should only be one party, one set of ideals. And they're doing everything, everything in their power to eliminate any competition. It's it it's it's astonishing to me just how bold and brazen they are with these efforts. Again, masks are off. They're not hiding anything. It's clear as day what they're doing here. And some of those forces who are trying to eliminate the Republican Party are coming from within the Republican Party. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, Dan Crenshaw, Mitt Romney, they'd all jump at the chance to join the Democrat Party if the Republican Party was on the verge of being eliminated. So the reason why getting back to the Confederate names, that there were Confederate names of generals and battles still in the military was to bring the country together after a massive war where about 600,000 Americans died. It was a way to unite the two sides. You know a cool story? Ulysses S. Grant was a believer in trying to make peace with the Democrats of the South who wanted to secede, wanted to keep slavery going. Again, Democrats have always been vile, vile people. But Grant had requested, because he was so committed to this unity, to this peace, he requested at his funeral that both Union generals as well as Confederate generals be his pallbearers. He had William Tecumseh Sherman and Philip Sheridan representing the Union, Simon Bolivar Buckner and Joseph Johnston representing the Confederacy, who carried his casket. He even, Grant, Ulysses Grant, even requested that they ride together in the same carriage as a sign that the United States was no longer fractured and divided. Can you imagine someone suggesting such a thing today? I want Trump and Biden in the same car with Pelosi and DeSantis in all in the same vehicle. Go get lunch on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
that would be uh, interesting and, to and, see. And by the way, you got to film it because oh, if yeah, we're going to try and find some unity, at least we got to get entertainment out of yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But all of this further wokeification, I don't know if that's a word. We're going with it now. It's a word, it's, it's now. A word now. Yeah. Um, the wokeification of the U.S. military, it, it, it does nothing for troop readiness, for you know, training or fighting. It's all window dressing for a very small, again, very, I mean, we're talking fractional segment of the population that gets their panties in a wad when they realize that this name was connected to the Confederacy and it was connected to this or that or some other part of, of dark history, whatever the case might be. So it's, I mean, it's, man, I'll tell you what, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. These guys, I always say this, and I, I believe it wholeheartedly. If you are signing up for the, I understand their support roles, their, their critical support roles in the military. But if you're signing up for the military, law enforcement, the intelligence agencies, you know, something that's proactive to defend our country, you're doing it because you love our country. But specifically to the military and the, the paramilitary aspects of the intelligence community, I don't want you to think one iota about all of this social justice stuff, about wokeness, about repairing the past, about reparations. I want you to think about becoming a badass warrior. And once you become one, not being good enough to stay one and keep leveling up so you can go and kill enemies of this country. That's what I want. If you don't want to do that, if you're not a meat eater, go do something else. Join a book group, a knitting club. Make videos about cats. I don't know what well, you do, but if 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 you're if you identify as anything other than a, a red, white, and blue, you know, patriot who who bleeds those colors, eats meat raw off the bone, and wants to just dreams about killing terrorists, I don't want you in the military. Well, when the politicians have been doing their best at destroying the nation and tearing us apart, making us feel like none of us are worth it. Recruiting numbers are down. How many times have we said it? How many times have we talked about it? Yeah. Recruiting numbers are down. Okay, well, now what, what can we do? Well, let's make it more, you know, everyone's invited. We're, you know, we're going to, you know, it's like have gender equality and they's and them's and the pronouns. All, I mean, we've, we've shown the videos, like in the ads that Lord the Navy's put many, Everyone's yeah. been putting out. It's been crazy. And you're sitting there going, okay, so, and then, you know, now we're getting rid of this because maybe someone at these forts are offended. Like, yeah. I don't like Robert E. Lee, you know, and it's like, you didn't know the guy, you know, but okay. We want to get more people in because we don't want, we need, we need it. Our forces are low. We need more people. We need more soldiers. So they're bringing whoever they can to come in. And it's sad because you're, you're like, you want the strongest person. There. Right. You want the person that's there. The, the old, like what you said, I, I, you're joining because you love this country. Right now, it's more like they're joining because they want to get a college, a yeah. free education. Uh, yeah, you know? I, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so like that's what they've been pushing, and and doing all that stuff. And it's it's so hard. You're sitting there going, okay, well, when when did we lose sight of what taking that sacrifice for your country, you know, and with your family and everything, being gone for them, it's it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's not it's, there. It's sad. It's it's yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> what was the one that we talked about? Like. If the place, the region that you're in, if they don't agree with your sexual orientation or whatever, you could request to leave. Remember <laughs> that? Like, that was so messed up because now it's like, well, you were deployed into a hot zone. We need bodies there. But um, I'm sorry, you're going to have to, like, like, you requested so you can go. That's fine. <laughs> where would you like to go? Hawaii? Yeah, you know? <laughs> they treat them like the, yeah, like the illegal immigrants now. Where, where do you want to be? 
I'd like to be at a beach resort somewhere. Um, all all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, all inclusive. Yep. Uh, make sure the drink package is on there. Uh, a cabana should be waiting for me every morning. Can I, can I make... Those things, by the way, are when you go to those places, trying to get a. I mean, that's like war. Trying to get a cabana, like a cabana, like. Oh like yeah, a... well, because well, if, I mean, if you did a last-minute vacation, they're already booked. But if you booked it a few years out. Well, who thinks a few? I don't even know if we're gonna have a country in a few years. Disco, well, you let alone, just, you know, you take that's the gamble you take with vacations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we um, we're gonna speed through. We're gonna skip this break, Roger, because we're we're running out of time. We got to get over to booze and banter. But I want to touch on this story here because the the Biden fam. So we talked earlier about them finding at least ten classified documents in Biden's private office. Wait, there's more coming about the out about the Bidens? There's more coming out about the Bidens. Wow. Turns out they're not this great family. Uh but this family, as we know, obviously I'm being facetious, have been have been peddling uh you know, influence peddling schemes have been legendary with them for the last fifty years. I mean even even the corrupt scummy people in DC are impressed with just how nasty corrupt and broken the bidens are but it's only been really in the last couple of years more public and 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 more clear how deep the corruption goes inside that family so i mean you've got obviously his brother jim's business dealings with the construction contract for condos in iraq that were never built that's a hell of a deal hell of a deal to hunter all of his shady business deals with china and ukraine and this latest revelation, and obviously we could list and list and list and list. I'm just going, I'm just going top level here. But this latest revelation is really no shock. Remember when the vegetable in chief claimed that he was a professor at Penn? <laughs> which yeah. is which is just another bald-faced lie. I mean, he's he wasn't. I mean, the amount of things that this guy his Remember the time he said he was gonna cure cancer? What was the movie? I loved it actually. I think it's actually one of the most underrated movies ever. Big Fish. The dad, great! Oh movie. my god, it's so good. The soundtrack. I, I, let's not talk about it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but the dad, you know, tells all these tall tales. That's Joe Biden, except for the movie's good. You'll like the movie but if you see, didn't see it. But you think it's tall tales, but then well, at his funeral, they all show up. Yeah, that's and true. It's like, wait, there they are. That's true. But his yeah. son thinks. And I just that, got goosebumps. That scene is so good. Do we watch that movie tonight? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to weep in front of you. <laughs> um, but it's. It's the, the the tales that he tells are remarkable. Anyways, he claimed he was a professor at Penn. Which is which is ridiculous. Um, and keep in mind, people say Trump lied all the time, but really, what Trump did is he embellished, he exaggerated. He's he's a salesman. It's just all part of of the sale. It's part of his shtick. Biden's claims are literally just <laughs> crazy ass lies. Like they're just not true. Or Trump just managed your expectations. We talked about this. Like there's the sound clip where he's like, "We think it's going to get pretty big. It might not. It might get huge. It might be small. We don't know." And like it, like like any. He he just he, I felt like he he always did that. He wanted to be optimistic about it. Like, hey, we're going this is going to be the biggest thing that America's ever done, but it may not. And that's fine. You know, and but but you know, of course then they're like he's lying. You know, it's like, well, no, he just managed your expectations. You just weren't listening. Yeah. You weren't yeah. listening. That's true. That's true. Uh Salty Crapper said I was at Penn when he was there for years, worked in the cafeteria, bad food. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> Um, I have no desire to be at an Ivy League school or campus, so um, I won't be trying their food. But um, <clears throat> I'm glad that you're not there anymore. So he lies and lies and lies and lies. That's just what he does. And now there's a government watchdog group that's demanding U.S. attorney, the, the same group who's demanding um, 
the U.S. attorney, excuse me, the same attorney who is probing Hunter Biden are, are demanding they investigate tens of millions in dollars uh, from anonymous donations from China to the University of Pennsylvania for an academic center named for Joe Biden. So the anonymous donations from China came after the University of Penn announced in February of 2017 that it would create a Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, which is remarkable right there. You just stop right there. Clearly, it should have been named something like the Biden Center for Graft Corruption and Bribery <laughs> Engagement, um, but they didn't They didn't go that direction. It doesn't fit on a sign well. Fit on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this building has to be at least three times this size. But Derek, it's just a small model. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of models, can I do one last tangent? We, we okay. We got to go to minute over. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we go and we're looking at this space for for some extra studio space yesterday. And this place, I won't name who it is, but they had this most glorious. They're builders. This most glorious model that, in there. I, it had lights on it and everything. Like I kept asking them, like, so does the model come with the building? Because yeah. <laughs> we'll totally take. Can it. we stay and bring our toys and play with it? Um, so okay, getting back to it. people who are here for the first time, is it like this all the time? Yes, I'm sorry, it just is. Uh, I get distracted easily. But Penn received very generous donations, totaling 54.6 million from 2014 through June of 2019 from uh, from an anonymous Chinese donor. And it started with a big one in, tw- in 2016. $23.1 million came through. This is all according to public records, by the way. And this is also the building, the funding for this building. This, this building is, is one that houses thousands of sealed Biden files. $54 million, guys, buys a really expensive vault at an Ivy League school. That's what happened here. And one thing is for certain, every member of the Biden family is it which we keep learning by the day now is in on some sort of pay to play scheme or any kind of money laundering. This one here seems like it's money laundering. Hey, we're going to send money to this university for this. Here's what we're going to be able to do with it, yada, yada, yada. But really, when you look at it, it shouldn't be surprising. The Bidens are just a gigantic crime family. They, I mean, they would make the Gambino crime family blush, feel like rank amateurs. But again, this story won't be talked about. The 10 classified documents that were found that he could not have even declassified because he did not have the authority as vice president at the time won't really be talked about. They'll say they investigated it, no problem. The double standards are alive and well in this country, my friends. Okay, booze and banter. We got plenty to talk to, talk about there. We're going to get into the IRS, these 87,000 agents. We're going to talk about... The Houston shooting that we discussed yesterday. There's the there's some mask Nazis back out there going crazy and 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 grocery stores, other places like that. Beware, watch out. We'll show you that clip. We'll talk about a lot. If we don't see you over there, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Be safe, be smart, be free. You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.